Good afternoon and welcome to Equity Experts Podcast. My name is Connor Devine and as you probably know, I hope you know anyway, um, we've been running this uh, podcast platform for the last few months and thankfully uh, the feedback's quite good and anyway it gives me a really good opportunity to uh, share some information uh, with you the listener and really let you into the whole world of, of GDP. Um, our business has been trading since 2011 and over the last five years, well, I think you know we've we've made a huge impact, and we've been able to change people's lives by the great work that the professionals within our company have been able to carry out. The purpose of today's podcast, you know, we we've I've talked about a number of different subjects uh, within and on this podcast, but today really I wanted to break it down and keep it really really simple, and I wanted to give you an example of an actual case study uh, that we uh, took on. A case that we took on last year um, where we were able to from the very beginning uh, basically guide a, a family through the process of debt negotiation which in this instance and the case that I'm going to talk about uh, was a very very successful conclusion where we were able to get a significant amount of debt written off by a local Northern Irish bank uh, based in Belfast so I think you know quite often we can talk around the subject matter and we can talk about debt negotiation and mediation and what are all those things? But ultimately, this was basically a case where uh, we were able to get a quarter million pounds written off uh, this person's liabilities. I remember, you know, whenever we started this business in 2011, I used to be in the property industry. I'm still a chartered surveyor. I'm very proud of that. And I'm really passionate about property. But I remember whenever we set up GDP, a lot of my former colleagues and a lot of professionals within Belfast were very dubious about our business model, to say the least. And the main reason for that was that there was this belief out there that the banks don't do debt forgiveness, that the banks won't do deals. And if that was the case, then why do we need a GDP partnership? Because mediation is not on the radar. Thankfully, we are very passionate about this, this role and the service that we've brought to the marketplace. And one of the first deals we did, uh, round about the back of 2011, we were able to get two and a half million pounds written off for a company based in Armagh. And I have to tell you that, okay, we did okay to that deal from a, from a commercial perspective. Um, we, were, we, we were paid our fees and it worked quite well for the business. However, it was massively and hugely empowering for me and as a business to be able to um, you know, change this particular person's life and change the direction uh, of its business. Because if we weren't able to do this deal, that business would have been out of business. And, and obviously that wouldn't have been a great uh, situation or a thing to happen for that particular family so whenever we did that deal that gave me um, a real energy burst and a real passion um, and real purpose to drive this mediation business forward and thankfully five years into the journey you know we are the market leaders in debt advisory in Northern Ireland we are fully regulated by the FCA and that is quite difficult to get um, but we're still here and the interesting thing about this type of work you know, if you had to say it to me in 2010, 2011, that in 2016, nearly approaching halfway close to 2017, there would still be a real demand for mediation, I probably wouldn't have believed you because I was sort of thinking that around about 2014, 2015, we would have had a lot of the debt, property debt issues that are facing society out there. A lot of that, I would have thought at that period would have been sorted out. Unfortunately, for different reasons, it's just not the case. In the first six months of this year, we've had twice as many people through our doors 
as the same period last year. So that tells me that there is a serious uh, demand and still a huge property debt problem out there in society. The three takeaway moments I want you to take from this podcast is number one, again, I want you to have a, a more acute understanding of what we do here at GDP Equity Experts. The second thing I want you to come or understand is the process involved in actually getting this debt written off, how we deal with that. And then finally, the third takeaway moment, I want you to understand that there are real solutions available, that this actually can be done. Uh, this is a case whereby um, a couple uh, came to us last year, probably around about last summertime. And this particular couple, like lots of people, they were filled with anxiety and they were filled with stress and they just really didn't know how to deal with this particular problem uh, because what they did know was that they owned a local bank uh, just in around 435000 But the problem that they had was the assets, uh, the security that the bank had was only worth in the region of 235 grand. So primary school mathematics, you can work that out that there's a bit of a problem there. If then properties were to be sold, there's going to be a £200,000 shortfall. And the issue being that this particular couple obviously wouldn't have been able to write a cheque for the balance. This is a very typical example of what we would see in the negative equity hemisphere out there. You know, we get people, I suppose from 2010, uh, the level of debt would have been a lot more significant. What we have found in the last 12 months is that we're seeing more and more people who have won maybe two other bag-led properties, maybe three, or smaller portfolios. And, and what we're always trying to do is to try and educate people that, you know, you don't have to go bankrupt. This is one of the concerns out there. It's, uh, I call it pub talk, where you're talking to people maybe in the bar or at the football ground or, or whatever socially, and, you know, there's this uh, sort of low level of understanding around, you know, this type of position. And even, to be honest, a lot of professionals are peddling this type of chat where they're advocating or, or saying to people, yeah, well, the only solution there is you might as well go bust. Uh, we take the view of GDP that that's the last uh, scenario, that's the last chance saloon. If all of the other options fail, then you might have to go bankrupt. But it's certainly not the starting point, and it's one of my, I suppose, grievances within working in this industry, that depending on what company you go to for advice, um, they will basically try and steer you along the pathway of whatever business model that company is. Um, there's, there are only three ways out of this scenario, um, not four, five, six or seven, not one or two. There are only three ways out of a property debt scenario. One is bankruptcy, which we, um, there's, a, there's a, a real lack of understanding around that and the repercussions and what happens. But I'm not here to talk about bankruptcy, but that's only one option. The second option is an individual voluntary arrangement. Again, that is an option that can work quite, quite well for people. Those two options are the down the formal insolvency route. Uh, the third option available is the option which GEDP have been pioneering very successfully since 2011, is the informal route, which is via mediation. And, and really mediation, I remember sitting in a local bank, not far from where I'm sitting today, four years ago, trying to explain to the banker how this whole process worked with regards to mediation and consensual sale process. And it took him a wee while, but he eventually got there and then his particular bank changed their policy. And of course, all of the banks followed suit. So I certainly would claim that we have been pioneering this third option, mediation, and we brought this option to the marketplace in 2011, which we're, we're very proud of. So back to the example, this couple walked in through our doors. They were referred to us by someone else who, who we'd done a good job for. And they had two properties that was worth 435,000. 
the issue that they had was that the property is only valued at 235,000. Now, the process, in terms of the process, what we have to then understand is the financial wherewithal, the net worth of this particular couple. And without getting into the great detail of this, we would provide you, the customer, the, the person with the problem, with a fact find, which is a document which we ask you to fill in. And that really will tell us what way you're fixed in terms of your financial status. And normally on that document, you will always have your own home. And one of the first things we look at is to see if there's any equity in that property or is it negative equity. In this particular situation, uh, there was no equity at all in the home property. And the family, the, the, the party that was sitting in our office, they didn't have any savings worth talking about. Um, they were generally like a lot of people that we've come across in the country where you know they're just running out of money, they're robbing Peter to pay Paul, they're going from month to month. What is it the saying that we're all of us are only three months um, away from homelessness? And certainly from the amount of people that we've seen over the last five years across the whole business sector and, and individuals as well, I would tend to agree with, uh, with that analogy. But back to this case. So on this particular case, it was very clear that based on this couple's situation, they didn't have any equity, more or less anywhere, but they did have a problem. And the problem was they had a 200 grand potential shortfall uh, on the assets. What we did following uh, receipt of the financial information, we were able to put a proposal to the bank in question. And our proposal was, we thought it was a good idea to consensually sell both of the properties. What does consensually sell both of the properties mean? Very straightforward. That means that there's an agreement between the borrower, our customer, and the bank to sell both properties. It's a consensual arrangement where both parties agrees. And the reason why that works quite well for both parties is that it saves the bank appointing a receiver. Um, and there's two benefits to that. It means that the bank doesn't have to pay professional fees. But also, generally, whenever a receiver is involved in, in disposal of property, the market would, would, if they find out about it, they tend to, um, the property tends to get less in return. So by promoting this consensual sales scenario, it very simply means that we were able to maximize the return and the sales revenue from both the property. So the bank, obviously, we knew the drill. We knew the bank, we knew their policy, and the bank were happy with that. So we cracked on with the process of consensually selling the properties. And, you know, at GDP here, we have a panel of, of estate agents, and it's not a closed panel. We're always looking to grow it. But in this particular area, the, the properties were in North Belfast. Um, I was able to get uh, talk to an agent, took all that stress and, and crap away from the family, and we were able to appoint an agent to sell the properties. In about a four-month period, both properties were sold, and then what happened was there was about a 200 grand shortfall. Okay, so what we then did was we were able to um, work with the family. Um, and of course, you know, a little time had lapsed between the consensual sale process and the actual sale. So the family were able to speak to other family members and other parties. And what we had told them is that they need to come up with some form of fighting fund, which would go towards paying off the debt shortfall. What they were able to do, which was great, they were able to gather up 20 odd grand. Now I appreciate that, that not everyone can gather up 20 grand or 10 grand or whatever. The point being that, you know, it's very much a personal thing. So, you know, you have to come to this process with something. You, know, you can't go to the party with two empty pockets. Um, although I have been at some parties where some people have, have tried to do that. But what I would suggest is that you have to understand that you have to come with some form of fighting fund. You have to offer the bank something. 
okay? In this instance, these guys were able to come up with 20 grand. And it's a very round figure, but it worked quite well because that works out about 10p in the pound. So what we were able to do was, we were able to write to the bank, put that offer on the table, and thankfully in this case, the bank accepted. Now, that whole process lasted probably about seven months, and the bank took 20 grand in full and final settlement of the 200,000 that was created. What we have there, really, what you're talking about is a bank who, who got out of that okay, because if this particular couple had went bankrupt, they wouldn't have got anything from the couple. Um, you have a couple who were able to get on with their lives, who were able to deal with, with the debt shortfall by way of a debt write-off. And then GDP, obviously our business, we're quite happy because it's fantastic to get great results like this. Um, and also we get paid, which is great. And everybody was allowed to move on. So you can see from that, that, that example, and I have to say, I mean, we have done this hundreds of times now. And we work with all of the, the banks, um, both in Belfast, in Dublin, and, and throughout the UK. And although each bank have a, have, a, have a different policy, ultimately what we've been able to do is get them on side in that we're all trying to get to the same place. You know, we're trying to be fully transparent on behalf of our borrower and we're trying to get to the deal because nobody wins in a bankruptcy scenario. I know, for example, I'll say to you that in 2011, a local bank that I won't name, what their policy was to basically bankrupt everyone because they thought that by doing that, um, the, the trustee would, would find money somewhere. Um, probably after about nine months, they found out that that wasn't a great plan because nobody had any money and they were uh, incurring loads of bankruptcy fees. So that was a complete waste of time. Um, so thankfully now, you know, even the vulture funds aren't in the bankruptcy space. There's nobody really bankrupting um, people at the minute. Obviously, there's bankruptcies going on um, on behalf of the banks, but the banks, generally, if you work with them on a consensual manner and fashion and be open and transparent, we haven't came across too many cases where the bank has then went on to bust people. There have been scenarios, yes, but for the most part, uh, we haven't seen that. So hopefully um, that case study uh, gives you a level of understanding around what we do here at GDP in terms of getting this particular couple uh, through this process, which can be fairly intimidating if you're trying to do it yourself. And it sort of won't work if you're trying to do it yourself because there's nobody verifying information. Hopefully, you know, you have understood the process that's involved. I talked about from the first meeting to the uh, fact find to the financial whitewash, the consensual sale, and then ultimately the deal. And then really, you know, and finally, with that case that, that we're doing every day, uh, you come to understand that there are solutions available. And I think it's very important that, you know, sometimes you go and speak to people. I, I've said in my last podcast, the, the start of, 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 of this process is always to ask for help. And sometimes it's always good to get a second opinion because you might come and talk to me and then you might talk to someone else and they have a totally different view. But that gives you an opportunity to maybe go back to me and put me over some of the stuff and some of the information that I gave you. Likewise, if you go to someone else in Belfast or wherever you are at the moment and you get an opinion on something, I think it's always quite good to get a second opinion. We here would love to hear from you. We're market leaders in, in debt advisory space in Northern Ireland. We've worked hard, tooth and nail, for five or six years to get to the level we're at at the minute, regulated by the FCA. And ultimately, this podcast, I hope it's been informative, but we would like you to engage with us. So if you are affected by negative equity, um, a financial situation or challenge today, you know, pick up the phone. Our phone number is 92444555. You can get us on the Twitter. Um, you can get us on Facebook and we're, we're really out there so look I hope you've enjoyed this quick podcast it was um, 
interesting and I enjoyed talking about this particular case study and uh, it was a happy end with this one we don't get every every deal done like this we, we aren't successful in all of our cases but a fair amount every single case and every single customer that comes through our door certainly they get a level of education around this whole process that they, they won't get anywhere else well, I hope you enjoyed this and I'll speak to you again soon thank you